solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Chapter 9, Grim Defeat. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potter Watch. I feel like we that, harmonize. That was weird. <laughs> like a good <laughs> harmony, accidental <laughs> harmony. Um, excuse me, we paused to sip our wine at 3.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. You can't record without a glass of wine, Molly. It's also like it's a break. Like, we're just getting started. <laughs> um, so we are recording right now and... You must be listening because you know that... Uh, they are playing Hufflepuff in the Quidditch match. Indeed, indeed. And today we're doing Chapter <laughs> 9, Grim Defeat. Or dun, as dun, Molly dun. called it, Defense Against Snape's Power Trip. <laughs> <laughs> A little on the hooked nose, if I will, <laughs> but, I <laughs> but I love it. <laughs> oh, man. And what did you call it? Um, I called it trespassing and tempests Ooh, what's the trespassing um i had the idea when i made that i'm sure um well i'm trying to remember now because i read this like on like a couple days ago um oh it's about black trespassing in the Gryffindor calming room and then they have Sir Duggan like trespassing in the school. I got you. There it is. I kind of forgot that's how it started so. (laughs) That's there's that. I'm just like very amped for this Defense Against the Dark Arts class in this chapter. Oh yeah. Are you are you amped for it? Oh I'm amped. Real excited? Um I did not say excited. I know. But my blood pressure will be pumping. If that's a thing, if I, blood pressure pumps, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I sure, I have some choice words to say to a few people in this chapter. Um, well, what does happen in this chapter? Okay, let Zan. me see if I can do this. Um, a lot of random things happen in this yeah. chapter, so it's like hard. Okay, so um, all of the students are in the. Great Hall, because Sirius Black is supposedly on the loose, and Dumbledore does some funky magic, and they're sleeping on purple um, sleeping bags. I know, cushy. Cushy purple sleeping <laughs> bags. Um, uh, um, McGonagall's like, since this recent intake, like, Harry, I don't know if you should play Quidditch, and then Harry's like, nah, son, I'm gonna play Quidditch, and McGonagall's like, you know what, I wanna win that cup, you sure are gonna play Quidditch, and then, um, a major plot point. Major (laughs) plot point! Sorry, I'm going through my notes, that's why there are some random things in there. Then, um, we get to the Quidditch match, it's super rainy, hashtag Tempest, and, um, and Harry sees a dog, and we know that's dog is serious. And then um, the he gets distracted, but then it doesn't matter because the Dementors swarm him and he hears his mom's dying and then he falls off his broom. Dumbledore does some magic. He wakes up in the hospital wing. He's like, hey, what's up? How'd everybody go? Is the game how to do? And then <laughs> Griff, and then Cedric 
like, actually caught the snitch, so they lost the game, but Cedric's, like, upset. He's like, hey, no, you don't, this is too detailed. I feel like I would have just gone with, like, Quidditch match in the rain with Dementors. But you skipped the class. The class happens before the Quidditch oh, match. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> blocking. Um, so then they go, first, before the Quidditch match, there is a terrible defense against the Dark Arts class with Snape. The end. And, uh, they're terrible. They're terrible, 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 terrible. Rod's amazing. Okay, um. This this is why Alex is always like, no, you do it. She, like, whispers to me. Like, to I do. <laughs> Every time. I'm so bad at it. I'm so scatterbrained. I don't... I mean, I, like, don't like to spoil the chapter that we're talking about when I do it. So we are not... We need a happy medium. So if anyone wants to volunteer... I'm gonna just start writing little haikus. So three lines. Ooh, that would be Three so lines fun. to sum up the chapter. That's what we're gonna do. Oh my gosh. But we'll call them spells or something okay, like yeah, that. Yeah, three... Okay, three... Okay, we'll do a spell next time. A spell time. haiku. We'll think of a fun name for it. Yeah. We'll brainstorm that. Workshopping. Workshopping. Or, you know, send us in what you think we should call that segment. (laughs) I just made a face like the new emojis, like the monocle thing in the eyebrow. That's what I just did to everybody. Um, uh, Harry's broom is broken the end. (laughs) Oh, okay, great. Okay, good. (laughs) Now that we know that, we can probably start. (laughs) We can can, uh, go on. Now that we're, you know, 12 minutes in. You know what? Uh, I feel like people really enjoy my... I mean, yeah, because some people aren't reading it along. Yeah, so, so minor details. Yeah, that's probably for the best. It's all right. Too late. We've already discussed. It's going out the window. We never have to hear me ramble again. Um, I mean, maybe. Maybe we'll ramble a little bit in between. Mm. A rant or two. Actually, well, before we start talking about the podcast... Um, or the podcast. Before we start talking about the episode, we got a beautiful message from somebody oh, on our yeah. Facebook who says they love our antics. Meg, <laughs> so shout out. Shout out to you. Um, and I'll just read a little bit of what she said. Um, well, she was telling us, um, about going to the London, um, what is it called? The studio tour, which, um... Yeah. yeah. Which sounds um, super fun. Yeah, we're so jealous. So go like, fund us yeah. to get us to the studio tour in London. That there's like a lot of um, props that are there and like things from like the actual movies um, and like really detailed. Yeah. Um, and she also told us about a fan theory, which I was trying to remember if we did talk about in the first one because I've definitely read it before Mm -hmm. it's the fan theory that um the questions that Snape asked Harry in the very first book like um what do you get when you um add asphodel or powdered root yeah of asphodel infusion of wormwood I know it's like a couple of questions and it's like like whatever the meanings are so like Asafidel, <laughs> whatever is um means like a lily and it's like regret um my regrets fell you to the grave which I don't know where these definitions come from but and wormwood means absence so it's supposed to be like I bitterly regret Lily's death um we'll we'll t- we'll like post the article. Uh, from Bustle, that's the one she to us. Like, I, I just, I am, I am, oh, I'm done. I'm, I, I don't have words. And it's for, like, the draft of Living Death, which is, like, an homage 
to Romeo and Juliet, which I didn't actually know. Um, the the potion that makes it seem like you're dead, but you're really mm-hmm. not, which made me just like sad because I was like, I wish that that was. Well, I guess I don't know. I wish like they really were like not dead, and they had taken that potion and like tricked Baltimore into thinking they were dead or something like that. Ah. But I think it's really talking about like Snape and Lily are like Romeo and Juliet because like they don't work out. Basically, they're cursed. Well, they don't work out for a number of reasons. Right. Mostly because he's an asshole in this chapter. Mostly because he's an asshole, period. The end of the sentence. Um, anyway, so we love it when people write to us. Also, we are Meg's new best friends for Harry Potter-related things and other stuff, in case anyone wanted to know that. <laughs> yeah. So, just so you know, if you wanted a new set of best friends, you just gotta write in to yeah. us. So shout out. Also, I meant to ask her what her house is, so I don't know, but shout out to your house. I'm guessing Ravenclaw. <laughs> I think wishful thinking Ravenclaw. <laughs> um, all right, so after that little... I'm wearing Hufflepuff colors today, Mom. I know, that's really nice. I'm wearing all black, so an homage to Snape, Well, you got, you got black and blue. Oh, yeah. Blue so. is not, black and blue is not Ravenclaw colors. I mean the blue. You need some gray. Yeah. I'm wearing my office shirt. Oh, not gray. Gold. I know. I don't really like the blue ones. I like the silver. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I took a quiz today. Sorry, we'll get to the chapter eventually. Yeah, you know, just keep Um, listening. Yeah, I I took a quiz. It's Harry Potter related. Well, I took two quizzes today at work because it was like a short day. And one was... um, (laughs) Which Harry Potter house are you in, and which one do people think you're in? Mm. And mine was, like, not true at all. It was... So you say. I'm just kidding. Well, it just, like, the questions were, like, how do you feel about certain Harry Potter things, which I like that, but it wasn't asking me anything about my personality. Yeah. Um, And it was, I think it said, I am a Gryffindor, but I look like a Hufflepuff, or vice versa, or I am a Hufflepuff, and I look like a Gryffindor. You're right. That's incorrect. Yeah. And it was, like, well, it was saying that I was generous of spirit, but I don't get credit for it, I guess, and that was, like, where it was at, but... I mean, I do think you're generous of spirit, but I don't think (laughs) you're a Gryffindor or a Hufflepuff. Right. It didn't get at my core. Um, <laughs> but, and then the other one was, what house are you in bed? <laughs> and I got Slytherin, which I also disagreed with. What does that mean? I think that means, like, selfish in bed. That's how I took it. Does it? Did you read, like, the thing? Because it, it also could mean, like... It said you're, like, a, um... You're a badass in bed, is what it said. Okay, so I think that's, I think you're taking but that wrong. based off the questions, it was a very surface level quiz, so it was kind of like, um, like, I just didn't. You don't trust it? Yeah. But I think when I hear slither in bed, I think, like, you're, like, hot, kind of, like, kinky in bed, is what well, I, I think, think about when I think about that's what they were getting at, but I don't think that's actually, like, the essence of the character, or the, like, houses. No, I don't yeah. think that's right, but I think for that quiz, that's what Slytherin yeah. in bed would mean. In terms I might of, make my own quiz for it. <laughs> please do. I want to take it. Um, what am I in bed? Um, whatever one is sleeping, reading Harry really Potter awful. fan fiction, that's the one. Really nice puff in bed. And like, I, like, I'll just lay here let you know when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm not a pillow princess. Oh, man. I'm an active I'm, like, sweating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, my mom hasn't caught up yet, so I hope she doesn't listen. Uh... 
Um, and well, don't yeah, listen to this she's, like, really behind, so I think she might have stopped listening, <laughs> which is fine. Good for her. This this is a little bit of a, a rough conversation. Yeah. I mean, I feel like now we've I'm had gonna worse. Now I'm going to take those quiz. Yeah, you should. Maybe not right now. But. Oh, fine. <laughs> um... Yes, yeah, so I just, like, they were BuzzFeed quizzes, so you can only trust them as far as you can yeah. or throw them, um, which is not very far at all since they're online. <laughs> what other Harry Potter house quizzes are you taking that aren't online, Molly? I know, Let me know! Just, like, I can't throw it because it's online. Oh! Like, I was just making a dumb, like, I just trailed off with the same... <laughs> Oh, boy. Because it's like, I can trust them as far as I can throw them. No, I got it now. I did not get it before. Yeah. Wow, 3.30 is a time to record. Let yeah. me tell you, we are just in Tangent City. On a Wednesday. Let's just be clear with what day of the week it's it the is. Day, okay, just so we know. it's every, Everybody knows. It's the day before Thanksgiving. So that's why... Yeah. We, like, have, like... Yeah, that's how far off. ahead we are, you guys. We're so on top of our shit right now. Yeah, I mean, it also has something to do with I'm leaving soon, so we want to get all of the... We have not told the fans that. Well, I got a job acting away. Good for me. As I say through my tears. Uh, um, Yeah, but it's a four-month gig, so I will be... It will not affect the podcast. It will not affect the podcast. We have, like, we're going to record ahead, and then um, when I get back, we'll start recording again. That is the goal. If not, we will record from afar yes but it won't be the same so we're trying not to do that yeah so i think it's gonna be great um we're all really happy (laughs) (laughs) and i think now is a good time to talk about the grim defeat no i i think we should maybe go on three more tangents before we start talking about the chapter i know i'm oh my god we have not even said one note about the chapter we did do the synopsis which was amazing yeah so if you forgot that (laughs) do um, you want alex to recap it (laughs) Plot. Replay I feel that. like you could just recap your own synopsis. It was about as long as the book. Wow. Let's just keep that going. Pew, pew, pew. Oh, shots fired. Okay. <clears throat> Percy's Time to Shine, an alternate title for My this chapter. My first note is also Percy. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically... Um, if this was allowed to be included in my chapter recap, um, Percy gets, uh, when all of, when everybody is asked to go to the Great Hall, uh, Dumbledore's like, head boy and head girl, please, um, yeah. in that voice, exactly. Head boy, head, head girl, girl, come right up. Come right up, please. I mean, I think that's how Percy's hearing it, like, I yeah. think- Percy is in high form because my he's got power. My uh, is, Slytherin. He is high key, opposite of low key, obviously, is so pleased that this is happening. I also said he kind of thrives in crisis. Oh, he certainly thrives in crisis, except for a crisis when he gets to be in charge. Like, he's like, um, he's being all like, um, yeah. he's telling everybody to be quiet, not really necessary. Right. Um, I mean, I think he does thrive in crisis. Like, he, like, jumps into action in the next book with the whole thing that's I'm happening at the... I'm the I know, I, I'm just trying to remember the Quidditch World Cup. He, like... I mean, so does everyone else in his family, but yeah. he does, like... He doesn't, like, freak out where you might expect Percy to, like, have a meltdown. He doesn't. Like, no, he yeah. does... Um, credit where credit is due. I mean, in, in the, good ways and in bad in ways. In the best, <laughs> in the biggest, perhaps, crisis, he does falter a bit. But, uh, Oh, he doesn't falter. He, like, 
thrives in crisis, just not necessarily in the way we would like him to. <laughs> He's like, I picked my side and I am thriving for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. not in a necessarily positive way <laughs> as <laughs> the reader. It's true. But, um, yeah. He did, I don't, I don't think he hesitated, but <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> Percy, you suck! Okay, I'm going back and back and back. Okay. I mean, he's definitely not my rat, so. Oh, not in this chapter. Definitely in, not. In subsequent chapters. Um, I'm sure. Also, giant sleepover. Like, I just think that would be so much fun. So did I. Like, I know this is a crisis situation, but I would think it'd be so much fun, which is also why Percy was getting on my nerves a little bit, because I was like, stop telling him to be quiet, like, let Percy. let them chat. It's also a scary time. Like, yeah. I I'm sure it's better for the first and second years and stuff to see it as like, oh, this is a time where we get to be with everybody. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking, like, this is kind of nice, because you get to hang out with- um, Other houses. Other yeah. houses. I don't know, big sleep of big fun. I think it was funny that they didn't even care about trying to, like, split up the girls and guys. Like, I know. When they make a big deal about it with the dormitories, mm -hmm. but they were just like, whatever, like, sleeping Sleep bags everywhere. Purple sleeping bags, neutral colors. I mean, they're all in, like, one room, but I'm sure some people are doing stuff in the sleeping bags. Yeah, well, I I'm mean, Harry, saying. Ron, and Hermione scooted off to that to corner pretty quick. <laughs> Um, I'm sure there's some fan fiction on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are OT3 fan fictions on that. I don't... I don't... I mean, you know, if Percy wasn't in high gear, he would be with... Penelope. You know, in the corner. Mm. Oh, so what I liked about this next bit is Hermione, like, basically always coming to the rescue with Oh, yeah, the with the knowledge. Um... I would but, love for her to be on my trivia team sometime. Um, I've been listening to our past episodes, so I've got them sort of fresh in my head. And we were sort of thinking about, um, like, the enchantments on Hogwarts. And so now we have confirmed by Hermione Granger herself. Thank there you. Are and Hogwarts, a history. And Hogwarts, a history. Um, have any of you ever read Hogwarts, a history? <laughs> Come on. Um... That uh, there are obviously, like, a lot of protective <laughs> enchantments around Hogwarts. It's not just a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and even later, like, I think in the next chapter or something, Ron's like, well, did you apparate here? And Hermione's like, I just went through this. You cannot apparate in or out of Hogwarts. Oh, well, actually, so Waters, our good friend from Unofficial Guide to the Mysteries of Harry Potter. I have to check the title every time I talk about this. <laughs> Um, they brought up that, um, um, oh, about the apparating in and out and that Dobby is able to, and so is Fox, um, in Chamber of Secrets. And yeah, that Dobby does it in Chamber of Secrets as well. And it is, is that really apparating? And I think we've talked about that before, like yeah. their magic Elf supersedes magic it. Yeah. And even, I think just like creatures in general don't. Apply, it doesn't apply, like, wizard's wand magic doesn't apply to creatures. Right. And I think that's... I think that's cool. That's really cool. And I love how it comes back in the sixth book when... Or... Yeah. Yeah, in the sixth, when Dumbledore is, like, it's really a fault of most wizards that they don't consider yeah. other magical um, beings. Which I think... 
personally, I don't think of it because I include them with wizard magic, which mm-hmm. is still wrong because, like, they do have their own special magic, but yeah. I'm just like, oh, like, I don't separate them from wizards. I, like, loop them in, yeah. you know? No, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, especially, like, Dobby because, like, he has very human-like characteristics, except for the fact that he's an elf. <laughs> Other than that. Um... Um, we also get the information that, um, or not information, obvious, but, like, that they're, the Dementors are guarding every entrance into the castle, and I think she's setting up all her traps, you know? Like, because all, in every entrance that they're aware of, and then we'll know, like, next chapter, we're talking about Marauder's Map, and then she'll lay even more traps for, like this how serious actually got into the castle sort of mystery that they're setting up which is I just think it's so interesting it's so fun I love I love this book in particular going back and reading it because there are so many layers to this like trick that she does on the reader yeah I had a couple questions about how serious gets in which (laughs) quick side note when we're talking about the books, I don't have a problem spoiling things that happen in other books, but for some reason, when we're in the book, I'm like, I don't want to talk about what happens at the end of the book, but I'm going to anyway. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> um, so, with Sirius, like, obviously we know he can transform into a dog. Um, so, when he comes into the castle, do you think he comes in through the Honeydukes passage first? No, I think he comes in through the the... The oh, the shrieking Okay. So, either, he's coming in through a secret passage, but is he coming in as a man? Because I was thinking that the portraits on the walls would see him as a dog, and that would raise flags. Like, why is this dog walking through the castle? So, I was thinking he was walking through, like, as Sirius and not as Padfoot. I don't know. What do you think? I think... One, I don't think, I think there are so many different layers to Hogwarts that he's probably going in as a, in a, as a dog and he's doing it in a way, like he's sneaking around where places where no one could find him. Yeah, like he knows he, the He's school. the inventor yeah. of, one of the inventors of the Marauder's Map. So he knows every nook and cranny of this school. He knows where to see, like where to hide. He definitely yeah. knows how to sneak into Gryffindor house right. late at night. Like, right. and I also he was hiding that he was an animagus form so i'm guessing he knows how to get around the castle right. as a dog i That's think a good point. being serious would cuz all of the portraits are on high alert so i think it right would be, well that's what i was asking i was like do this do the portraits act as security because they seem to suck at their job if they do <laughs> like <laughs> i don't think they're very good at it but i think that is like their point i also think people are just really like you know, because it's right next to the Forbidden Forest, they don't really bat an eye about, like, animals. Creatures, yeah. So, oh, like, like, oh, that was Fang. Like, they wouldn't know. Yeah, so, because he's, like, in the Quidditch stands, you know, and yeah. nobody sees, like, nobody's, I like... Mean, he's kind of, like, in an empty section, I think. Right, but, but you know what I'm saying? He do- He's not concerned right. about being in the Seen stands. as a dog. Yeah. Because, I mean, a dog is... And except for, for Harry, because he thinks it's the Grim, but, um... It seems like just whatever. It's a dog, like a stray, like in Hogsmeade, like mm-hmm. the lovable stray or whatever that he is in the next book. Mm-hmm. Love. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just had a question about that, like how you think he actually got in and stuff. No, yeah. I think that's, I think it's an interesting thing to like 
Because he's, like, staying, basically, in the Shrieking Shack, right? Like, while he's scouting out Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Although, is that... Well, I guess Lupin, Lupin is, is taking, taking the, the wolf potions, thing. so, so I think he's going just, to the Shrieking Shack. I yeah. think he's just curling up underneath his desk yeah. in dog, in wolf form, just, like, crying the night away. Do you think that Sirius is purposely not reaching out to Lupin because, well, maybe he doesn't even know he's there. Um, does he? Wait, what? I don't know if he knows that he's at Hogwarts. If Lu- If Sirius knows that Lupin is at Hogwarts, like, how would he know that? I think... That's the Grim is coming for us right now, guys. I have a window open on the apartment. It's, like, shaking the door. I'm, like, so scared. Good thing it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> to be fair, though, if it was the Grim, like, would not mind Sirius Black walking in here. Ugh. Am I right? <laughs> All right. So I think that um, Sirius does not know that Lupin's there. But I ev- even if he did know, I don't think he would reach out to him because he wouldn't want to implicate Lupin. Yeah. And he's, like, on a one-track mind. Yeah, he just he just wants to get that rat yeah. by. Um, His only ally is the crooks. I know. I can't wait till we can talk about that more. Um, um, oh, yeah, I, I will, back to Hogwarts, I had started, like, yay, another mention. Like, I like they mention it in almost every book, it seems. Oh, Hogwarts, a history. Oh, yeah. So, I like that. I want Hogwarts, a history. I know. Did she, I think she wrote something on Pottermore for that, but not, like, a full book. Mm. I need to, like, up to, get up to date on her, like, extras on Pottermore. I wish that Pottermore would, like, release an actual book, because I don't want to, like, read it online. I don't really like reading stuff online. Yeah. I mean, I do it all the time with fan fiction, so I'm right. sort of used to it, but... I would just prefer it in a book form. Yeah. Um. Snape goes about accusing Lupin in such a Gryffindor way. Um... I mean, not Gryffindor way, Slytherin way. Yeah. I'll I don't write, know why I wrote that. I have, like, in my notes. a couple of notes. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, well, one is, like, Hermione has way too much confidence in Filch, because she's like, well, Filch knows where all the secret passageways are. I'm I, like, Hermione, come on. Hermione. Well, sh- yeah. Yeah. Like, she just assumes that, He like, knows four of them, though, so yeah. good on Filch. Yeah. But she's like, oh, he obviously knows all of it. Like, they know Filch is incompetent. They should at least know, like, maybe you could get past Filch. <laughs> Um, and then so... Especially if you could get past the guards of Azkaban. Like, you can definitely get past those. Yeah. Um, so, like, kind of at the part where Snape is talking to Dumbledore, I was like, Dumbledore must be, like, freaking out about just the fact that Sirius got into the castle. Oh, yeah. Um, but I was like... And then I put... I write my notes very specifically. I, like, in parentheses, I put, honestly, like, in my... (laughs) I'm like, honestly... Chamber of Secrets um, happened um, last year. Voldemort was on the back of Quirrell's head, and now this. Like, how is he still headmaster? Here's the thing <laughs> about it. I feel like people, they have to keep him as headmaster because no one else would be, could, like, right. could do better. But it's also interesting <laughs> to me, when I think about Sirius and Dumbledore... Dumbledore believes that Sirius is innocent really quickly. 
Oh, yeah, because I think he always thought, he was like, this always never made sense 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 to me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even though I think he does think Sirius is dangerous now, like, 100%. I think he he believes it, but it's, like, because I have to. Yeah, I think he wants to, in my head, I think Dumbledore wants to have, like, a a one-on-one with Sirius. Like, he needs to know. Because also, I think... Um, Dumbledore, we know he's one of those people that when he is wrong about something, it irks him, you know? And I feel like this has irked him for a long time. He's like, this is not what I would have expected. And I feel like he trusts himself to know people and he thought he knew Sirius. Mm -hmm. Now, whether he kicks himself about Peter or not, like, I don't know how well he really knew Peter, how much Mm -hmm. of a relationship they had, but... I get the impression that he had a relationship with Sirius mm-hmm. to some capacity. God. When we get to the next chapter, I, like, actually cried reading the next chapter. I know. In my head, I was like, I hope Alex can keep it together to talk about it. <laughs> That's what I did like, in while my while we were reading it, I did cry. We're talking so. about the next chapter already. Uh, uh, <laughs> I just wish that part wasn't so long so that we could put all of it into the whole story yeah because it's just such a good like i mean technically that's less than 10 minutes yeah i mean but they probably don't want to listen to all of it what if they like harry if they're listening to this podcast like people will want to listen i, I mean think. good because it's like that it gives me chills with yeah the way he reads at it. least part of it we can put in for sure. yeah um <laughs> oh man i just am like laughing at my own jokes what was your note about um Snape oh you were saying I just think the way he goes about trying to like implicate Lupin is so (laughs) is so Slytherin he's like so do you have any ideas about how he could have come into the castle? Remember what I said to you? Do you like do you recall a conversation we had? And he's so mad that Percy's right there. Yeah and then Dumbledore's like, yeah, I don't forget our conversation, Snape. And Snape's yeah. like, oh, I just thought you were wondering, you know, I told you, old friends, da 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 da. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, Snape. I feel <laughs> so like. So Slytherin. Did you know um, what Snape was getting at, like, the first time you read it? Do you remember? Because I think I assumed he was talking about Lupin, because we know how much he hates Lupin at this point. Um, do we? I mean, we know that he doesn't like Lupin, for sure. And they all, they, even from the beginning of the book, they're like, he, yeah. it's different than with other ones. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't read, have guessed. When I first read this, I was really little, so I doubt yeah. that I picked that up. I mean, I wouldn't have guessed, like, the whole thing, or even that Lupin was friends with Sirius or anything, but I assume that he was, like, trying to implicate Lupin. Yeah. For whatever reason. No, yeah, that makes... I might have. I, like, couldn't tell you because it was so long ago. Um, So long... I'm so old. (laughs) I put just hashtag shut the fuck up, Snape. I know, Snape. You were already mad at Snape. You knew it was to come. Yeah, which actually I forgot that it was in the same chapter, but, um... I also said Percy, and I was like, in parentheses, like Molly Beasley, that is. Um, Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Puts, like, trust in the establishment. He's like, well, the Dementors, and Dumbledore, like, shuts it down real quick. He's like, I will never let Dementors in this castle. Um, That's my next note, too, is, like, Dumbledore gets so scary, but, like, when he's, like, firm on something, he's, he's like, 
when, because, you know, when Lupin or uh, when other people, like, try to go against him on the Snape issue later, too, he's like, I would trust Snape, like, with my life. life." Which he does. So, (laughs) literally. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So, he's like, everybody needs to back off. That's the final word. Yeah. You know, because Dumbledore is willing to, like, entertain conversations about things, you know, like, for the benefit of other people. He's like a philosopher, basically. Yeah, but when he, he's like, uh, while I'm headmaster... Dementors will never grace the halls. And we know as soon as he's not headmaster, they are in the school, which is sort of sad. Yeah, but also in the next book. Like, yikes. Yeah. Fudge sucks. Um, Wait, you mean... In- Fudge brings one to the castle. In the fourth one? Yeah. And that's what happens oh, to yeah, Barty yeah, Crouch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Barty Crouch, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Um, But, like, I think it just... This is, like, a really sign of Percy right here where he's, like... But it's not in the castle. Yeah, no, it is. They make a line of it, um, because Dumbledore's like, like, how dare you bring one of those into my school? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oof, Dumbledore. Yeah. I would not want to be on the wrong, wrong end of the wand with that man. True. Also, I took that very sexually. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I also would not want to be, what, I don't know what the wrong end is. I don't know, but I thought it was very (laughs) funny. Um... I don't think I'm his type, also, so. Um, but that Percy is, like, fudge, and kind of unfortunately, so is, like, Molly, where they're, like, I trust this, like, establishment Mm -hmm. that is putting, like, they're here for our security, like, we should use them kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and not thinking that there's more to it, or, like, there's a bad side to it, so. I mean. It's, like, kind of innocent in this sense, and, like, they say that. Percy, like, looks kind of abashed, but I think it's a, it's definitely a personality trait of Percy to be, like, I trust the establishment, and right now the establishment is Dumbledore, and Percy really does look up to Dumbledore now, Mm -hmm. but as soon as he's in a new establishment, like, the ministry, he's, like, I look up to the ministry. Like, he definitely puts his faith in his boss, whoever that is. Yeah. I mean, I do think Molly, like, gets it together when she, you know... I mean, I think Molly definitely listens to logic and reasoning. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, obviously so does Percy in a different way. Mm-hmm. But um, and but I think that Molly's ultimate establishment is, like, Dumbledore and stuff and, like, the yeah. order. Um, and so she listens to that establishment, I guess. Yeah. But I think that's why Molly is the one that's most forgiving of Percy is because I think they're very similar. They're most similar. I mean, I think, I also just think in general, Molly would forgive her children anything. Yeah. yeah. I do too, but I think there are small similarities. Not No, I lot, do, yeah. I know, I do see what you're saying, and I do think you're right. I mean, I don't think Molly would ever go against her family, but in the same way, she kind of goes against Percy a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she wants him to be part of the family, but, like, at the end of the day, she's, like, not gonna... Molly also has that Slytherin edge to her, though. In like, what way? In the way that she, like, puts her family first. Like, it's, like, I feel like, like, I just keep thinking about when, um, when she thought, like, Harry was cheating, like, or when Hermione was, like, cheating on Harry or oh, something. I really didn't like that. I didn't like it either, but that's sort of, like, how Molly operates. It's, like, it's her people first, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And yeah. I, and I don't think she has a lot of Slytherin in her, like, I definitely think she is a Gryffindor, but I yeah. think that's I see what you're saying. how she 
sort of, and she's very manipulative to get people to do what she wants. <laughs> Definitely. So actually, you're making a lot of really good arguments. Uh, so, for I, but that. I think I think Percy. I happen to believe that Percy should be in Slytherin. So I think, yeah. in the same way that you're like, they're similar. I think yeah. he gets a lot of that from. Yeah, and I think Ron Molly. is also like. Yeah. Um, Molly, and I guess a little bit by extension, Percy. Um, but. Like, like, I think Arthur, if he had a secondary house, it would be Hufflepuff. Right. And so would, like, the twins and yeah. Charlie and Bill. Well, I don't know about Charlie, but I'm just I assuming. feel like Bill probably Ravenclaw. I don't know. I'm yeah, because he's, assuming like, that cause, OWLs and stuff. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Whatever. This yeah. is... A, I mean, it's an interesting conversation, but I think it's it's not about this chapter. Um, Hannah Abbott mentioned... I know. I... <laughs> Oh, Hannah. Um, also, maybe she also likes herbology because... Uh, uh, she does. That's like a yeah. known fact. Well, and because she's herbology. saying that it's... That he could turn into a flowery shrub, which, not a bad theory. He can turn into something. Yeah. So, good on you, Han. God, that was my quiz question. Oh. It's okay. I, I'll think of something else. I forget what my quiz question is. <laughs> But that's just another, we are on the lookout through the whole series. I know, for Hannah. Hannah but I think it is a known, or at least it definitely is in fan fiction that she also likes yeah. um, Herbology the same way Neville does. It could yeah. be that we just see her in Herbology, because that's right. the class they have with Hufflepuff. I'm just showing you the proof right here. Look, I'm I'm kind of on board with it now. I'm, I know, but I'm just, I'm, I'm keeping getting, with our, I'm like, getting, we're gonna. I'm, I'm resigned to it. I just have to pretend she's a personality that she has no evidence of in the book. Okay, like, I'm just finding the evidence, though. That she said that he could have turned into a shrub? Well, I'm just saying, like, that's a herbology thing. Okay. He turned into a flower. Serious black. <laughs> I mean, she's, again, lying to people, but... <laughs> spreading, spreading rumors. rumors again. <laughs> but it is herbology-related, so... Um... <laughs> Sir Duggan, kind of perfect for the job. <laughs> because he's so nutty and he keeps, like, changing the passwords and stuff. Yeah. Sir Cadugs. Cadugly do. He was the only one brave enough to take the position. For Dominov. Um. Where am I? Oh. Okay. So, my next thing is about McGonagall. Okay, I have one more note about yeah. um, the wizards, or the, the portraits. I've been really fixating on portraits this episode, which I guess kind of makes sense. But um, Sir Cadogan, it says, like, he was the only one, like, none of the other portraits would take the job. But I'm like, what are the portraits, like, scared of? Like, what could happen? Like, yes, she got, like, slashed, but, like, they're they portraits. They don't want to be the reason they Harry dies. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, they're portraits, like... Hey, they have feelings. Clearly, they have feelings. I'm just saying, like, they're not in re any real danger. Right. Unless they, like, light it on fire, I guess. Oh, yeah. And then I guess, like, they're dead in portrait world, but... Do you think, like, Sirius would do that? I mean, I said in the last episode, it does not look good for him that he slashed the fat lady. Like, he knows the fat lady! Like, that's kind of upsetting. He had to do it, though, to get in. 
to kill. Like, honestly, like, that lady who he knew would run to another portrait or, like, killing Wormtail, the, like, two things are But also I thought it was kind of dumb of him because, like, obviously that wouldn't work. Yeah. Like, you can't just, like, cut, like, there's magic. Like, you can't just, like, cut through a portrait and be like, I can get into the common room. Yeah. Or I, I don't like that he even thought he could, like, scare the fat lady into doing it. Like, I just, it doesn't follow any character traits of Sirius to do that, even in his, like, manic state. I think it kind of does, like, impulsive. Like, if he's, like, so close to him, I feel like, that he... I think it's, it goes with, like, I did something impulsively because I had to act now and I could not wait, you know? Yeah, but I think it was dumb, and I think he's way smarter than I that. I think he's smarter than that, but I think time and time again, literally, to his downfall, logic and reason take a back seat when he feels like he has oh, to do something immediately. I know. It's, I think I see it because like, I understand that. I yeah. understand where he's coming from, but I do think it's But dumb. she's like an innocent person and he like, but like you said, it's a portrait and he knew that she would yeah. get some, go somewhere else. I guess. I'm just like disappointed in him. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. I am disappointed. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Sirius also is, he's not like sane right now. Like, I know, that's why he kind of my fallback argument. He's not had a proper meal in a long time. And, like, won't for a long time. Right? I get upset when I haven't eaten in, like, a couple hours. <laughs> so, the hanger is real. Um, okay, so you said you're at McGonagall. That's where I'm at, too. Yeah. Um, I... This scene with McGonagall, very reminiscent of the first scene of McGonagall with the Quidditch interaction. Oh, where he thinks he's in trouble? Yeah. Where- Oh, because she's like, I'll do anything for the team. Yeah! (laughs) Where she's like, yeah, so you be my seeker, or, and don't, or, uh, you're actually gonna get in trouble, you know? Like, I just, it's one of my favorite little bits about McGonagall is that she's like- I really want to beat Snape in Quidditch. I also like that Harry's just like, what else is new? Like, a dark wizard is after me. Like, it has no bearing on my life. Like, it's my whole life. (laughs) He's like, um, so I'm going to play Quidditch. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the only thing that brings me joy. Yeah. (laughs) You already said I could not go to Hogsmeade. Yeah. And yeah, I don't, I totally love her dedication to the team. It's very sweet. I think she also though knows like it's so it would be devastating to take away Quidditch. She's from probably Harry. also like I feel like I need to do something to protect him. So like I don't know like I guess he's like alone for Quidditch. Yeah, Hooch. Um, <laughs> She's like I'll have Hooch watch. Him. Yeah, I was I was like, really, Madam Hooch is gonna protect Madam him. Madam Hooch doesn't do anything. I would feel much safer with Forge. Like, I would definitely trust them in a battle. Like, oh yeah, they're so good at magic. So good. and so underrated at magic. Like, my one of my favorite lines is Hermione says, like, I don't understand how they got so few OWLs because she's like, she recognizes how smart they are. It's because they're like. Einstein, like yeah. they're literal geniuses, and they—it's so below them to right. even think about. Yeah. And they're not interested in. And it. I also see like OWL similar to like 
SATs, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's something that you have to take to move forward scholastically, but it's not a real measure of like the knowledge you've acquired about the magical world. Yeah. And I, um, I equate that to, there's always like those people in classes, I think of it in high school where Mm -hmm. you're like, man, this person's like so smart, but they are failing like all of their classes. And I was somebody who like tried really hard in school and like did get really good grades, but like I put a lot of effort in and I'm, I was so mad at them. I'm like, ugh, I know you're like so smart and you could like easily do this and you don't and Mm -hmm. you can't bad grades and I like try so hard and yeah. and then or they like don't study at all and they get like a An really a. good grade yeah I'm like man I spent like all night studying. those people used to make me mad yeah too. I'm like kudos to you because like it does come naturally I just wish you didn't like waste it I guess or whatever yeah but, yeah it's okay um Hermione is one of those people and she studies really hard yeah. Ron and Harry, neither of those people. Right. <laughs> um, I have a very long note coming up. Um, it's about Quidditch. Is it before or after Malfoy? Like, during. It's about Malfoy. Oh, then... Okay, you may start. Yeah. Okay. Um, if Quidditch is so hard, I'm reading my very long note. It takes up a full post-it. If Quidditch is so hard ass about everything, because you know they're always like, we don't cancel for weather yeah. or like, um, if people get injured, like we don't mm-hmm. stop the game, kind of thing. Um, then they would never switch the schedule like that. Like switch it from because it's supposed to be Slytherin and Gryffindor, mm-hmm. and they switch it because Malfoy is, is still allegedly injured. But, like, Quidditch, who's, like, is, like, it's a person, but whatever. Like, Quidditch is, like, they're supposed to be so tough and, like, they don't change the rules or anything. And they switch the schedule so that it's Hufflepuff and Gryffindor. I'm like, I don't think that would ever happen. Even at a school, because they, they all take it very seriously. I know. Um, fast forward in this chapter, if you can play during lightning, which does not sound, I have notes, does not seem safe when you're on a broom. That's, like, yeah. a conducting, like... Yeah, I mean it's not metal. It's at wood, least. Yeah. yeah, but still, like it We've just seen trees that get does not, struck by lightning. Yeah, it does not seem safe because um, they're in the sky. <laughs> but um, yeah. if they can play during lightning, I think Malfoy can definitely play. Or like put a, a sub in. Like they shouldn't change anything. If, they, if that's the rule, like we don't change anything because that's and the rule. And you know they have like alternates because yeah. um, they talk about it. Dean be- is yeah. an alternate. That's in the fifth. You know, yeah. like. Mm-mm. Or you just play down a player, like, if it, your player gets a red card in uh, soccer. Yeah, I don't know. It pissed me off. But I think <laughs> the only excuse I kind of have for it is that I think it's because Malfoy is, like, Lucius, is causing a lot of issues, like, with the school governors right now and stuff yeah. like that. Not that he should have any power after what he did last time. But I think because of this whole, like, my son was injured by a... Uh, in class, like, during a class thing, you know? It just rolled my eyes. I know. Drago's such a little shit here. I just said because Hooch is a pushover. <laughs> Madam Hooch is such a pushover. What, um, what year was, what house was Hooch in? Probably Hufflepuff. You think? I don't know. I have no idea. Let's look up on the wiki. 
Also, I think that it's funny that Fred and, like, George are so jelly of Cedric because he has, like, all the attentions of the girls oh, on yeah. the Quidditch team. Oh, I love that. Who is... Particularly Angelina Johnson. And Fred and George both like different girls on the Quidditch team. Yeah. And I think it's funny that they're so jealous. And it, like, persists to the next one when they are um, going to the Quidditch cup yeah. with them. She's still single, everyone. Well, according. she's a she's a good looker though. Like <laughs> um buying hooch a wife. Two K seventeen. Let's see. I'm not seeing a house yet. I feel like that would be such a conflict of interest too, because um she's like the ref. Yeah. I don't think they know, and they didn't even guess. Whatever, hooch. It's not on her wiki page, which is, like, the only real source I'll trust. Mm-hmm. Do you think that McGonagall played Quidditch while she was at Hogwarts? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they pretty much say that. I mean, she's so intense about it, they must, she must have. But some people really like sports and didn't play them. And the spectacle. Yeah, but I think that, like, it, it's, like, implied that she did play herself. I don't know, it doesn't say. So if you know what house Madame Hooch is in, tell us. Facebook us. Um, what position do you think McGonagall would have played? Chaser. You think? Yeah. Yeah. I think out of any other, if out of any other, like, she wouldn't be a beater or Yeah, if anything, seeker. Yeah, but I don't think it was a seeker either. I think it has to be Chaser, you're right. Yeah. McGonagall is a beater. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I can kind of see it, especially. It would be funny. In the movies, when, um... Lee Jordan's like those filthy cheaters, and then she's like Jordan, and then but then she like is like, like yeah. she shakes her finger at them too. I'm like, mm, she she's feisty. I love McGonagall. Like, so much. McGonagall's scrappy. Like Minerva she, is scrappy. She is scrappy. Well, I mean, I don't want to go toe to toe with Minerva either. Like Snape gets the fuck out there. Like he's like gotta go. <laughs> don't want to be fighting McGonagall. Um. Okay, so my next notes get heated. So if you have anything important, let me Oh know. boy. I get into all caps that I'm writing in. I can't. I think it's. And swear words. Oh, well, you and Ron both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have more to say about the. Um, Go for it. About the Quidditch moment when. I was just warning with you. With Fred and George and Angelina when they're like, ooh. Like Cedric, the handsome one, I know. strong but silent, and Fred's like, "All right, all right." <laughs> I know. I love it. I love. I think it's Cedric. so cute. Also, I later on, we—he's such a good guy. Wait, 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 wait. They, they don't How play are, the are game you yet. To s- no. Oh, oh. Okay. They play the game after the. Um, this is just like at their practice or whatever. Oh, okay. I was like, you're already at Caps? I think that's why you flipped it in your synopsis, is because they have this little Quidditch scene before the um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. class scene. Mm-hmm. I just love that 
I love that it was that he was so jealous. I don't know. I thought it was really cute. I do too. And you don't really get to this. This one is like where people start to flirt, like in I the know. book. And I'm like all giddy. I'm like, ooh, what's the drama? Who the likes fourth it? one is. I'm I'm getting very excited for the fourth one. I mean, now. I always have loved the fourth. But one. I've I've been so fixated on this book that I haven't really thought that much about. I'm really excited for like the rest of the series. Let's just be honest. Like once we get for Chamber of Secrets. Which I just wasn't excited for. Are you telling me you've not been enjoying our time on the podcast? I enjoy Chamber of Secrets. I just wasn't looking forward to like, oh man, I can't wait till we talk about this in Chamber of Secrets. Like, I never felt that feeling. Yeah. But there are really specific things that happen in the next books that I'm just so excited to talk about. Yeah. And I, like, I don't know. Did you feel that in the second one? No, not really. But I, de- I felt it in <laughs> Not the really. first one, I mean, too, because it's obviously the first one. That's yeah. what I mean about Chamber of Secrets. It's not that it's a bad book at all. It's that nothing about it excites me in the same way because it's kind of the same old stuff as the first one, okay, just like a I new see story. I see that. Yeah. But I will say there are parts of Chamber of Secrets that always pleasantly surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's like while I'm reading it, it's not as bad as the anticipation of reading it. And I never yeah. I never look forward to things in the Chamber of Secrets, but I'm always have the memory that there are cute little moments yeah, that I sure. enjoy. Which is why I think I get defensive of it, but it probably is if I really think about it, like the one that I don't want to read again. If, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't if I was on a desert island and they were like, you can only bring six of the seven Harry Potter books. I also don't really enjoy reading the sixth one <gasps> because of it has a lot of bad stuff that happens in it yeah. and I have a lot of anxiety about it. See, we're so switched. Like, that's how I feel about the fifth one. The, yeah. The fifth one gives me, like, I can't, like, ooh, the fifth one's going to be hard for me to talk about. We already know. The good parts of the fifth one shine out to me and... The sixth one, I don't have a lot of, like, really good memories about. Like, there aren't things like, man, this is such a great thing that happens in the sixth one. I like the drama of the sixth one. I mean, one. I no, it has a lot of great drama, but I'm not, it doesn't associate, like, oh, man, all this, like, good stuff happens. Mm-hmm. I think of a lot of, like, really dramatic incidents of, like, bathroom scenes and um, Dumbledore scene. But see, that, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, I like the, I'm, like, really into the, the psycho, the, the psychology of the sixth one. Like, I like like getting the backstory. I like trying to figure out what Dumbledore is doing at all times. I That's like sn- the best part. I to like me. Snape. I like thinking about I the past like story. Snape. No, I don't like Snape, but I like thinking about Snape in the sixth one. Like what I like looking for hints. I like getting the backstory on Voldemort. Like I love all of that stuff you get in the sixth one. The part that I like the best of the sixth one is Harry's like lessons with Dumbledore. Yeah, by far. But, like, the occulency class, oh, wait, that's the that's fifth, fifth one. That's the fifth one. Um, really, that second The occulency cat class is something that gives me anxiety in the fifth one. And I think I always think of it as being in the sixth one because it's Snape. And, yeah. like, Snape is such a big part. Half-blood prince. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I still really enjoyed the sixth one, but um, it's not as, it's definitely not a happy book at oh, all. No. And I, and I know the fifth one has a lot of unhappy moments, but really the DA is such a big part of the fifth one That is me, fun. And I really enjoy it. The DA is fun. Like, I really like that part of it. Um, so back to Prisoner of Azkaban, right. which we also love in our end. Right yeah, now. I'm just... Um, Always looking forward. What, what was that thing that happened? 
in the it was like a phrase that it's like live in the moment. Was it's a Harry Potter quote? I thought so. I know the like the just turn on a light like in the darkness line. What? Like whenever the darkness oh. just like turn on a light. That's I think a movie quote. Yeah, that I, that's not what I'm talking about. I thought I thought we had talked about it like on the podcast. And we might have. I just I'm not sure like what you're talking about. Book. I need and a little was, bit more. It was sort of like a I don't know any of the words from it. I just know <laughs> it was the same concept as something that someone taught me when I was younger, like eat your strawberries. <laughs> Which so I was your strawberry. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It's like one of those things where I was at camp and our counselor was like, eat your strawberries. And what she meant by that was like, live in the moment, you know, just like relax, eat your strawberries. And then like whatever comes I mean, after I don't that. need to be told to eat my strawberries. It's like one of my favorite foods. I, we weren't, we didn't actually have strawberries. It was a metaphor. I know, but I was just, <gasps> I was just relating to it. Relating to the fact. All right. Are we ready? Anyway, if you know what quote I'm talking about, please holla at me. Holla at your girl. I have no um, idea what you're talking about. Holler if you hear me. The best musical. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you ready to go to the classroom? I'm trying to avoid it. Well, I was just going to pause and get more wine. <laughs> you need some? Yeah. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm at the, I'm at the class. Here we go. We're doing... The tough stuff. Okay. On a positive note, I love how, all, like, everyone is sort of defending Lupin. Like, when Dean is like... I know. Hey, he's the best teacher we've ever had in Defense Against the Dark Arts. So or what can... low standards you have. Oh, yeah. You're you're easily pleased. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, Which shut honestly, up, Which probably Snape. true about Dean. <laughs> but, like, also... Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. That's... <laughs> Seamus and Ginny beg to differ. <laughs> um, I was just kidding. I didn't mean it, Dean. Um, sorry, I keep clucking. It's like a really bad earache. They all love Lupin. They all love Lupin. And um, honestly, though, they probably are easy, easily pleased in Defense Against the Dark Arts. Especially, yeah. <laughs> but still. Um, well, so background how I did this chapter I listened to it first in the car and then I came back and I like started rereading and doing my notes and so when I got to this part I like started writing notes I was like my first note is ugh get off your fucking power trip was my first note which is hence my title Mm -hmm. um where he's like going on about Harry being late and whatever uh and then (laughs) 10 minutes 10 points from Gryffindor, which I thought was reasonably fair. Yeah, no, that was fine, but it was just how Snape was being Snape. No, yeah. And then my last note on this whole thing was, I'm so angry, I can't read again after just listening to it. So I have no notes. So I'm just going to leave it to you. But this was in full caps. I took up the whole post-it again saying I just couldn't do it. And I have no notes on it except for that I fucking hate Snape. You have no notes? Well, I have a note about Ron. My Your note about Ron is the exact same note. Like, maybe the same number of Ys. Yes, Ron. <laughs> um, Did you have notes before that, though? Oh, yeah. I have tons. Okay, you go Actually, for it. Two. And, and I'll just comment on your notes. Um, I... I, I think I did a similar thing where I couldn't comment on how awful Snape was being because it was making me so angry that I sort of, like, 
was paying attention to things that were happening around Snape yeah. being an asshole. So my, um, so my second note says, this is what happens when you have a class full of Gryffindors. No self-restraint. Because the smart thing to do would be to just listen to Snape talk shit about Lupin and just get, get this class it. over with in a... That's exactly what I would do as a Ravenclaw. Like, that's, like, the smart way to handle this situation. But instead, they're all like, fuck you, Snape. <laughs> You're wrong. We're still learning about, like, da-da-da-da-da. But actually, we're, st- like, Pavardi's like, uh, no, you're wrong. We're here. We're here. And it just keeps goading Snape on and on. And Hermione, my love. I know. Hermione, my also, darling like, love. he asked a question and yeah. she tried to answer it you fucking asshole uh, so then by the time it gets to Hermione and she's like dude because that this is the worst part about it is like before they're talking out of turn Snape's like I'm the substitute we're gonna do this and I'm like okay fine fine he's an asshole but like I guess I can understand like hey stop talking back to me we're gonna learn we're gonna learn today right but when he asks a question and Hermione answers the question correctly and well, then, first he doesn't let her. Then he just insults him. He's like, oh, you guys don't even know. No, right. And then he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, uh, Lupin um, is such a terrible teacher. Not one of you know. And she's like, yo, With hey, her hand I'm up. right here. And uh, uh, this scene, oh, it's horrifying. Because he just bullies her outright. Insufferable know-it-all in front of the whole class. And this is one of the best Gryffindor moments because you don't really get to see how other kids are Gryffindor yet in pre- until the book, you know, in the book. Yeah. And then I love how J.K. Rowling puts it. It's like everyone in that class was outraged and all of them had called Hermione a know-it-all at some point. I know. And while that was mean, it's sort of like one of those things where she's one of them. Like, it's okay for them to call her yeah, a know-it-all. Yeah, it's like a sibling. Yeah, it is not okay for Snape to do it. And Ron's reaction is just, can we put that quote in? Just, my baby, doing the best. Jim reads for us. Please, sir, said Hermione, whose hand was still in the air. The werewolf differs from the true wolf in several small ways. The snout of the werewolf... That is the second time you have spoken out of turn, Miss Granger said Snape coolly. Five more points from Gryffindor for being an insufferable know-it-all. Hermione went very red, put down her hand and stared at the floor with her eyes full of tears. It was a mark of how much the class loathed Snape that they were all glaring at him because every one of them had called Hermione a know-it-all at least once. And Ron, who told Hermione she was a know-it-all at least twice a week, said loudly, You ask us a question and she knows the answer. Why ask if you don't want to be told? That's going to make me part where they're like, yikes. <laughs> and here, now I'm going to go on a rant. Rant, rant, rant. Okay. So as mad as I am at Snape, I'm more mad at the movies because they get this part right with Snape. They say he does the whole insufferable know-it-all line. Even the page number. Yeah, everything's right in the movie. And then what happens? What choice do they decide to make? Instead of having Ron defend Hermione, one of his best friends, he goes to Harry and snidely goes, well, he has a point, you know, in the movie. Does he have a point, Ron? Is that what you think? No. What you think is 
bitch better not fucking talk to my friend like that. And then he has an outburst, which is how Ron, like, Ron has his, like, bad moments, but this is, like, the most Ron thing to do, you know? Like, yeah, he can, and kind of Slytherin of Ron, where he, like, protects his own, like, Molly. Yeah, he could not handle that. Yeah. Uh, and I love this Ron moment. It's one of the best in the books. I, like, think about this moment. I think about the moment where they're on, in, when they're on the run, and they're in Grimmauld Place, and he's like, you should, like sleep like on, on the, the couch. couch i think just these like small really like cute moments between ron and hermione and they fucking obliterated well, it in the movie even in the next book where he and harry are being stupid and it doesn't matter that they're fighting as soon as that thing happens to hermione mm-hmm. in the with snape again because oh <sighs> anyway yeah and like so they take with or, the teeth yeah and like ron and Harry, too. Like, they both attack, like, at once. Like, they're like, what the fuck? Like, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And then it doesn't bring them together, but it's still, like, so sweet. Because, like, they're, like, bickering, but it's, like, their friendship to Hermione means more than uh, their little feud. <sighs> oh, wow. Like, this is why Alex and I ship Ron and Hermione. Yes. It, it is. It seems like this. It is. That's true. And I just... <laughs> All right, I'm ready to move on. Um, oh, what did Ron call Snape? That, oh, yeah, that's my, I have that note, too. Like, what do you think Ron called him? I think probably, like, a twat or something. Wanka. Yeah, Wanka. You tosser. Um, I don't know. But, um, well, twat. okay, more generally, what did you think about Cunt. the whole introducing werewolves stuff? Do you have any thoughts on that? That Snape is I mean, trying I def- to out loop Oh, yeah, he's definitely trying to out loop Well, Not- obviously, but, um... I, I mean, I think it's, um... I think it's interesting. Like, I think it's petty and some bullshit, but, you know... Yeah. If he was gonna do it without being like, Ayo, Lupin's a werewolf, I think this is the way... I think it's definitely it. a direct reaction to the serious thing and him being like, I believe, mm-hmm. like, I think Snape truly believes that Lupin is helping Sirius. Oh, yeah, me too. And, um, so this is his way of being like, I'm protecting my school. Yeah. Because I think that Lupin is helping this mass murder get into the school. And yes, it's personal because he hates both of them, but I do think that he, I do think that Snape cares about Hogwarts because it's Snape's first home. No, yeah, I agree. But I think, yeah, it's a mixture of the two. Yeah. Like, he's looking for Lupin to fuck. He's been waiting for this to happen, I think. Oh, definitely. Um, and so, but this is his retaliation towards Lupin, and obviously he takes it out on the Gryffindors because he's also personal with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so none of it is okay. But I do think it's obviously... An emotional reaction to that. Just on a side note, too, though, I would. There's no way in hell I'd write that essay, which most of them don't. But I only Hermione. Yeah, just I would never write it. I'd be like, you're a sub. Like Like, I will take the zero, even if you count it. Yeah, like I'm not writing that essay. I would. I would totally do it. I would not. Just on principle, I would not write the essay. I also would think that, like, even if I didn't write it on time, like, if Lupin assigned it, then I would go back and write it. I'd be like, I didn't think I had to write this because Snape assigned it, but if it's you, like, 
look, yeah. I'll take the grade down. I'll write it if you really want me to. But I would actually maybe do that. There were a couple times in high school where I, like, mm-hmm. I was a little rebellious. Just, like, a tiny bit. <laughs> and I got, like, a little snooty sometimes about Especially if there was Quidditch stuff. that weekend. Oh, yeah, there was no way I was <laughs> writing that essay. True. All right, let's move on from all of that to, um... Yeah, to lighter things. Rainier things. Okay. Oh. Oh, wait, there's just one note I have. Um, where Ron's like, we uh, too bad Black didn't come in during this class or whatever. He could finish, uh... Or go to the dungeons or something? Yes, um, to finish Snape off. He could have finished Snape off or whatever, and I I was like... He would oh, more like than happily. You knew. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was like, my note just as serious would be more than happy to finish Staple. My next is about peeves. So, I've I've always thought this was weird. This line where Harry wakes up because Peeves is floating like above him in the dormitory, like blowing into his ear. Ew, Peeves. <laughs> Did you not read? I did. I just the way that you described it there like made it weird. But I've always found that to be very odd that Peeves was like in the dormitory, which like you don't normally hear about. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, it just seems like why even include that in the book? Like it just seems very weird. I guess it's like an excuse for Harry to wake up in the middle, like early in the morning, but I don't know. I thought like there's gonna be more to that. Yeah. Um, which I don't think there is, but I don't it's think just there is either. Because the weird. only other, other thing I was thinking was that Dumbledore, somebody asked Peeves to be there to like keep an eye out on Harry, but Peeves is the last person they would ask. So. Yeah. Maybe Peeves likes Harry. <laughs> Not like in a he has a crush on him way, but like in a like he's worried about Harry too. Like that's just... a new level of intrusiveness for Peeves. It's like going to your dormitory where you're sleeping. Blowing in my ear, like Peeves is lucky he's a poltergeist because I would attack you. Yeah. Yeah, even Waters from the unofficial like, guide is like, mean? what was Peeves doing? It was never explained at the end of this book. It might have been directly related to the plot and Crookshanks. Um, because then, like, this leads to um, Harry being, like, leave Scabbers alone to Crookshanks, who's, like, trying to, like, sneak up there. Um, but I was thinking, do you think Crookshanks has met Sirius yet at this point? Or do you think she's just, or he's just on his own, like, doesn't like Peter Scabbers? I think Scabbers doesn't. Crush Peter because he knows he's an animagus. I know, but like Crookshanks no. does meet up with. Sirius. No, I know. I don't. Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't think it's. I yet. don't think so though, because um, Harry sees them together, and on a different morning where he wakes up early, he yeah. like looks out and sees like a dog mm-hmm. and Crookshanks. Yeah. Um, I think that's hard to know. You know, when we were talking about whose point of view, like, let's see this book from Crookshanks' point of that view. That would be crazy. <laughs> when do Crookshanks and Sirius meet up? Um, I just love Harry telling Sir Cadogan to shut up. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> so rude. Um, I would not go outside in this weather, let alone play a sports game. I will say again, said it again, this lightning is dangerous. 
um, dangerous. It's not safe. It's straight up not safe. Like, professionals should not play Quidditch in Lightning. They shouldn't even be watching the game in Lightning. Like, nobody should be outside. Yeah, they have all those umbrellas. Umbrellas are rampant. Uh, I just, I'm sorry. What? Like, play in the Great Hall where it looks like you're outside, but you're really not. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, things might break, but, you know, like bones, but... Also, like, wood. Come on. You're just... You're too... It's too much. (laughs) He, like, can't even say anything. He's just, like, nods and is, like, let's play. Or whatever. (laughs) Like, it's just... I mean, that's not even really on wood. It's on, like, Hooch and McGonagall. No, not the weather thing, but, like, in his... He's, like, supposed to give a pep talk and he can't. (laughs) (laughs) I love the end of the chapter. Like, I don't like it when people joke about, like, committing suicide, but... It is funny when Fred and George at the end are like, yeah, we think he's trying to drown himself. (laughs) Oh, poor Wood. Um, yeah, I was very upset about the lightning. But they're, Hermione again, there to save the day. I know, she's, like, on it with the whole impervious thing. Yeah. Um. How does Sirius get on the top row as a dog? Don't you have to, like, go to, um, go through, like, the rest of the people to, like, hop up there? Because it says he's, like, on the top row. He has figured it out. Okay. He's figured it out. He crawled up there as a dog do. And they were like, look at the stray coming to watch Quidditch. And then I was like, would there really be a silhouette of him in the sky? Yeah. That was a reach for me. Yeah. They say, like, there was a boom of lightning and Harry could see the silhouette of the Grim, aka Sirius, in the sky. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Unless Harry, like, sees the dog, and then, like... Yeah, but, like, he does... It's this... Yeah, I... Yeah, it's weird. Look. Who knows? He's looking for the grim, okay? But... I do think it's cute... That Sirius comes to watch him play Quidditch. I do, too. Sobbing, like... I know. Because I'm sure he looks just like James... Like, playing Quidditch of, I can't, I need to stop, somebody get, get me out of this place. Um, but I do recognize the feeling of playing in, like, sports in the cold, though. Like, did you ever play soccer, like, in really cold rain? rain, You know? Uh, I just, I knew exactly the feeling that, uh, J.K. Rowling was describing. And the annoying thing about soccer is, you play, well, you train when it's, like, super hot out, and then you play mostly when it's cold out. Yeah. Because we start in the, we start our tryouts in, like, end of July or August, Mm -hmm. and it was always so brutal, like, the heat. Yeah. And then you're playing also, like, in the freezing cold. Yeah. And we've got, like, our under armor on. Yeah. And then I'm, like, sweating, but I'm, like, cold, and... And you're... like, playing in rain is the worst. You're just oh, yeah. cold longer. Because I feel like... And you even, get injured. Like, ev- somebody yeah. gets injured. I broke my arm in two places. My wrist in two places when I was playing soccer. And the... Did you fall on it? Yeah. I slipped. Classic, I mean, yeah. Classic like, me. No. I like, was going for the ball. 
and the me and another person, we both kicked it at the same time. Um, the ball slipped, and I slipped, and I landed on my wrist, and I broke it in two places. I feel like I could have definitely bruised a tailbone playing, like, because you kind of, like, go yeah. up and down. Oof. Yeah. Just so not. And, like, imagine clutching a broom and, like, being so cool. It's like playing ice hockey. I don't know how. I guess they're, like, really bundled up because they have, like, a lot of gear for ice hockey, mm-hmm. and, like, they wear gloves. But, like, having to hold onto something and mm-hmm. anything and in the cold is difficult. I just also think being closer to the sky is not, it's just. True. It's yeah. just not. And you're already in fucking Scotland. Like, it's so cold. Yeah, but maybe they're used to it because of Scotland. I know, but it's so it's cold. It's so cold. Uh, I remember, like, I went to Scotland for two weeks and most of my time there was just, like, sopping rain and it was in the summer, yeah. so I can't imagine what it's like, you know. Yeah, I lived in Wales for a semester, and it's not even as far north as Scotland, but it rained probably 80% of the time we were there, and it was always, even on, like, quote-unquote warm days, like, in the 50s, it felt so cold because, like, they never have sunlight, yeah. so it's just, like, <laughs> constantly cold, like, it's always overcast. Ugh. Yeah. Not fun. Would not want to play sports or watch sports or do anything outside. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> Just in the rain. Yeah. I'm a summertime gal. Send the me to the south of France. Are over. Oh, <laughs> um, Sirius's theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I almost put dog the reason that was so like on <laughs> my head is because I almost, I was trying to work Dog Days into the title. Oh, that would have been so fun. But, like, it's way too far away from Dog Days. Like, it does. Maybe another chapter. I know. Maybe in uh, another book. Because I don't think we come back to summer. Like, they book. definitely don't have a pocket full of sunshine. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me just. Why have like... we. We've been <laughs> So much in this chapter. We clearly, it's because, I don't know. We've been recording for like two hours. <laughs> and only like half of it's going to be in the podcast. Um, let me just bring it down for us. Dementors arrive. Oh boy. Just horrifying is my first note. The idea of them coming in and it like being really still and stuff is horrifying. And then obviously what happens. But um, first... Do you think that the mentors came because they felt serious there? Because that's what I think. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've thought that necessarily before. I never really thought about it before. I just, I took Lupin's theory that, I, like... I, yeah, I think it's because they, I think they felt serious there, and then serious leaves, and I think it's, they pick up on Harry first. It's like... Well, I think they just are feeling the whole crowd. Yeah. I think that is accurate, but I think they originally come because they sense Sirius there, but they don't know that's why, you know. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think, I don't fully understand Dementors. Do they talk? Because Dumbledore, Dumbledore was like, I'm going to go talk to the Dementors. I was like, what? Do they have like a Captain Dementor? Like, I have a lot of questions on is how it, it works. like Head of the Night King? That's what I was thinking. Like, Game of Thrones fans, like, it's like the dead, um, the walk, well, not Night walking. King. I know. White Walkers. Yeah, the White Walkers. That's it. The Army of the Dead. That's what I was thinking. Oh, yeah. White Walkers are the head ones. Well, yeah. But it's all of it. Whatever. Yeah, I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um, that's how, that's exactly what I think. Like, there's a head one, and then his, like, second in command. I don't like 
I don't like to think about Dementors too much. They're like one of the worst things in the universe. I know. Like I'm, yeah, I'm kind of glad they're not fleshed out. I mean, literally, they're not fleshed out. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah, I don't. They have lips, so maybe they can talk. But (laughs) actually, my image of like an actual Dementor with its head off is like a very funny image because I imagine like a stick figure, but with those like red lips like um yes i know what you mean um like oh the mr potato head or something yes, like yeah. that but it's like that like on like a stick but in this like dress i.e cloak and i'm just like that's a really funny image to me it's actually like this is i don't mean to insult notorious rbg ruth bader ginsburg but like little ruth bader ginsburg me? in her in her justice robe but then like because she has a really small head the Yes, anyway, um, so, <laughs> Justice, Ruth Bader Ginsburg in her Justice robes, who's so tiny, and then, like, her head instead of her head is just, like, lips, is so funny to me, and that's what I picture as, like, a real Dementor, and it makes them so much less scary. Well, I'm glad that you can do that. I picture the ones from the movie that have been terrifying me. But you never since- see the under their cloak. So I'm saying, picture them taking. Oh, their... you do see them without the cloak in the movie. Mm-mm. You see like their arm, but you don't. Oh, see... maybe you do it in the video game. You see it without the cloak in the movie. I mean, there's like no, like you don't know what's under it. I don't. Why do so... I have an image of them like undoing the cloak? They start to, but you don't. They cut away. Oh, okay, okay. But so now you can just imagine what I'm what I'm painting the picture as, and it's funny, guys. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just remember playing this video game really late at night and being having the pants scared off of me during the Dementor bits. Like, because, I don't know, we Xbox and then the surround sound and you're a kid and it's at night and you're playing by yourself and I just was scared. Like, Dementors are scary. I thought they were going to come attack me. I didn't have that relationship with video games, so I just, like, can't relate. I'm sorry. That was the only game I played. No, I just mean, like, I've never really, like, played a game, like, late at, like, I don't. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't I was kind of obsessed with the Harry Potter game. I've played the Lego games, like, in adulthood, but no. <laughs> usually, like, during the day. Yeah, like, I had, like, I liked more, like, computer games and then, like, handheld games when I was a kid, but the one, my brother was really into Xbox, and the one game I would play on it was the Harry Potter Prisoner of Azkaban game. Yeah. So I no, just, I mean I believe you that it was scary, but I just I have no frame of reference. There was this weird stove boss. There's no stove in Prisoner of Azkaban. Like, is brother. it supposed to be in Hogsmeade or something? No, it was like in. It the was like kitchen? you were in Lupin's class or something, and he took you on this special like thing. I think it was Lupin's class. I can't remember. Yeah. It was either Lupin or Snape. It might have been Snape because you're in the dungeons. But he took you on. You were supposed to like achieve all these things to oh, get that's something. Like Lupin's class. Yeah, and then yeah. there was a. Um, a huge stove that was like your boss. There's so much material and Harry, in Ron the and Hermione. Like, you had to like beat this huge stove and it would throw fire at you. It was dumb. weird. It was really like dumb. why they don't even need to like <laughs> deviate from the books. Like there's so much material there. Um. So Hermione does the impervious charm, and I was thinking that like. Her spell might have helped Harry, too. Like, I know Dumbledore does his thing, but, like, like his glasses don't even break. And she, like, did that impervious thing. So, like, maybe she, like, helped him so he doesn't, like, get a scratch or anything. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 
Like, that's a fan theory, I guess. I hate when Harry comes into contact with the mentors. I really don't like having to relive Lily's death. Oh, did you notice how I just skipped right over that? It's really awful, <laughs> and I'm going to keep talking about it. No, it it's is. Horrifying. I mean, yeah. And I think she does a really good job bringing in a lot with the Dementors, a lot of, like, it's like a way to re keep it fresh in your head yeah. what happened with Harry's parents because it's so important to, like, the Marauders thing that we talk yeah. about so much in this. I'm definitely going to talk about it more in the next chapter. This, yeah. Guys, let's see if I make it through the next chapter. I might be a sobbing mess. Who knows? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> keep burl- keep listening. Um, My next one's in the hospital wing. Yeah. Um, I'm with Cedric. Yeah. Hashtag I'm with Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are those badges that are like Malfoy made? Potter State. No, but what's on the other side? The Cedric side. Oh. Oh, the real champ. Or oh, yeah. <laughs> Cedric is, like, the real... The real champion. Hogwarts champion. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I would get a badge. You would get a Potter Stinks badge? I would think it was funny. <laughs> oh, I would never get a Potter Stinks badge. I mean, you would be a Ravenclaw, but, like... Like, why would I care if, like... Like, I would think that... Harry is just being, like, a, like, shallow famous person. I mean, he did save your life, like, three times, but it's fine. Like, twice. How many times? As a baby, he's the one that got Voldemort to disappear. How many times does he need to- Look, I'm not even thinking about that. How many times does he need to save your life for you not to wear a Potter Stinks badge? You, Seamus, and Ron, go have a good time with that. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Me and Hermione. We are. We Wait, know where, I don't know Harry. Like he we doesn't care about loyal, Ra- We know where, where our loyalty is. Ravenclaws. Like he doesn't give a shit about us. Cedric's a, a nice guy. He gives a shit about one of you. He dates Cho. Oh, I think you're Luna. I was like, what? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, and he also gives a shit about Luna. So there. Yeah, but, like, I really like Cedric. He's, like, a really nice guy. I didn't say I would root for Harry in the Triwizard Cup, which I probably would. But I just meant in terms of, like, I wouldn't wear a Potter Stinks badge. But, see, I would think it was funny. Like, as a Hogwarts student, I'd be like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, I like Cedric, and it's, like, funny to be like. Also, I would not buy anything. I would get anything from Malfoy. Notorious Oh, I definitely bully. wouldn't get it from Malfoy. I'd get it from one of my, like, pals. Like, Terry your- Boot. <laughs> Anthony. I have a note about Anthony, Anthony Goldstein. Goldstein. I have a note about him. Our one Jewish Hogwarts sister. Um, anyway, okay. Um, anyway, oh, back oh, to wood. Cedric. Oh, well, yeah, I said, um, I was like, oh, wood, to, like, George's line that he was, like, draining himself in the shower, and then I was like, Cedric is such a good guy. Cedric is such a good guy, you know? I love this bit about Cedric because, one, it sets you up for a uh, next book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know, like, you just can't say anything else against Cedric. Like, he's a good guy. I know. <coughs> Cursed child. That's literally our first impression of him. Yeah. So, 
We all know that this boy who ca- catches the snitch and is like, I wish I could have never caught it. Like, I didn't like, know. Rematch, rematch. Yeah, we know he uh, he's he's not changing sides because someone said some mean words to I him. do like that Wood is like, no, they won fair and square. No, I really like that Wood says that. I also disagree with Wood, though. Like, I don't think it's like... Because if the Dementors hadn't have attacked Harry, then Harry could have kept going after the snitch. But, um... In, like, hard, like, Quidditch is a hard-ass sport. Like, we don't, like, make exceptions. Like, it makes sense. No, I see it. Yeah. I just also, like, if I were Hooch, I don't think I would have, I would have been, like, rematch or something like that. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Or tied it, even. Like, done a, like, a draw match. I don't know. Because it just seems, that doesn't seem fair. Yeah. Um, like, also they play, like, what? what is like how many like maybe like 20 16 16 games per like they can't add another game like that seems like they don't play that many because not everyone's playing every weekend right you know Um, each team plays four games like they could add one more game yeah i think that it's kind of funny how they're always like harry's never not caught the snitch but it's only been five games like, he's only ever played, he's only caught the snitch, like, five times. Yeah, but that is impressive, though, that, like, since he's been on the team, they haven't lost. But, like, they didn't even finish the tournament in their first or second year. Like, he was knocked out in the first year, and then the second year, like, they stopped halfway through the season. That's so it's true. like He's never lost a game. Mom. Right, it's like, I've never lost a game, but I've only played twice. I mean, it's more than that, but I, I just think it's kind of funny, that's yeah. all. Um, and I, I mean, obviously, Harry is, like, undoubtedly a good player but they're it's just like such a big thing he's never not caught the snitch yeah and it's only like the probability is I think they're I think they're trying to say that he's never not caught it as a way to like understand how Harry must be feeling no it it does make that it does a good job of making that point I was just being cynical um Ron no tact again I don't know what I'm saying that to but I think he just says something about, oh, yeah, we thought you were going to die. <laughs> like, um, excuse. Um, I was like, this is Harry's worst fear is, like, being weak. Like, that he's weak to the Dementors. Because, like, the whole book, everyone's like, oh, you, like, we're not going to tell you stuff. Yeah. And, like, they don't think he can, like, handle himself. Mm-hmm. And, like, so this is him thinking, like, this is why, like, the teachers don't let me go to Hogsmeade or when they're really separate obviously they're separate issues but like to Harry it's like just people thinking he's weak and it's sad I know it is sad because like I don't even think the teachers think he's weak like that's not it at Mm -hmm. all yeah they just are trying to protect him from even more hardship yeah but I mean and Harry does sort of these are lessons Harry needs to learn like he needs to get a little more he needs to lose a game he needs to lose a game so I mean, and this isn't really losing. Like, it's not his fault. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Harry's broom breaking is so sad, though. I am sad when his broom, like, finding out that yeah. his broom breaks. Um, I said it must have been so cool to see Dumbledore in action. Like, as a yeah. student and, like, him doing all the magic. I mean, Hermione's really excited about it. And you can tell that she's yeah. just, like, in magic Because he, like, slows know? down Harry and then he, like, gets the Dementors and he, like, gets the stri- Like, I don't yeah. know, it would just be so cool to watch somebody that powerful doing magic. Oh, yeah, certainly. Certainly, certainly. Um, even though it's, like, scary. Yeah. Um, I can just imagine, like, Hermione's, uh, t- like, 
split in that situation. Like, like she's like, oh my god, I'm worried about Harry, but she's also like, this is so like yeah. magically impressive. Um, I mean, I guess him losing the Nimbus is like a good setup for the cutest thing ever to happen later. But I just, I, I Harry without his broom is a sad time. Um, I was just, I said, I can't read what I said. Maybe Ron? No. It says, like, damn, blank. Oh, damn, poor Harry. Blow after blow. Like, to the yeah. whole ring thing. <laughs> that is the loudest I've ever heard any of <laughs> 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 All right, are we ready? Wait, no. Wait, I have one more note. We have, like, an hour now. I know. I love the subtle mention of the Whomping Willow right here. Like, it reminds you that the Whomping Willow exists and it's going to be such a big deal later on. Yep. Also, I don't think you would do that to a broom because it has really big branches and I I just feel like it doesn't chop a broom to bits. Like, they're, like, showing, like, the... Unless it got caught in, like, one of the, you know, like a whirlwind kind of thing where it, like, got caught in different branches. I can see it doing that. It... It would have had to fly into them, it into the Whomping Willow at, like, a very specific yeah, way. Yeah, like, I could see it maybe, like, chopping it in half or something, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't know. Okay. It was sliced into clean bits. Um, um, okay. I don't have a question anymore, because you ruined it. Well, let's talk about points and oh. rats oh. and champs and rats and champs. Okay. I feel like we have the same for both. Did you do points? Yeah. What did you give it? I gave it 55 points. Yeah, I gave it 45 because I was like, it's really a compelling chapter, but it's hard to read. It is hard to read. It also is a little scattered for me. Not like that it, you know, just a lot. It's a lot of of little things happen and that's never like my. Yeah, I like kind of like bottle Mm -hmm. episode, bottle chapters. Yeah. Um, Avi, rat. Snape. Snape, obviously. Like, I feel like rat's not a strong enough word for Snape yeah. in this. Uh, um, I gave my champ to Ron. I gave my chapter to Ron, too. I thought about Hermione, um, but that's only because I kind of felt bad for her. Yeah, I think Ron definitely deserves yeah. the champ. And we know, we talk about this, Ron doesn't, you know. Yeah. When he deserves champ, he should get it. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Big, he did a nice thing. Um... Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. What? Okay, so let's do some OWLs. Should I ask you mine first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how many points up were the Gryffindors at the timeout that they took? Harry's like, what's the score? And Wood responds with how many points they're up. 50. Yes! Mm-hmm. Because I, I didn't remember him saying that, but I remember them talking about how they only have to win. They only have to win. They have, like, they have 100 points. They have 100 yeah. points. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I know that catching the snitch is worth 150, so they must have been 50 points up. Yeah. <laughs> Good deduction skills. <laughs> yeah, not so bad for a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't a lot to ask questions about. Yeah. Um, let me just see. Oh, I have, I had a backup question. You ready oh, for, for it? it? Yeah. Um, 
what page do they have to turn to in their... 394. That, yeah, that was a joke. Yeah. That was my, like, I know. see, I have JK, JK written. I thought about that, to too, and I was like, Abby, she would know it. I know that you would know it. That's why I put it as my Well, joking. actually, I made sure to remember it in this one, because I don't normally remember it, because it's, like, a big internet thing, and I don't... 394! Yeah, and I just, like, don't really care that much about that, and so I, but I know it's a thing, so that's why I made sure to memorize it in case you asked me. Well, I was gonna ask you as a joke, so if you had gotten it wrong and I asked it as a joke, that would have been really embarrassing. Yeah, well, um, I'm above it, I guess. Okay, this is a hard one, you gotta think about it. No when Harry comes in. How many points does he lose total for Gryffindor before he sits down? Like when Harry's late to defense. I know, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so he starts out with 10 points. And then I think he says that's another five. I'm going to say 30. 30 points. No. You got it right, and then you, you jumped up to 30. Oh. It's just 15. Oh, man. I thought it was, like, more. I thought he did it again. No, he says um, uh, five more points from Gryffindor, um, and if you asked, and if you ask to sit down again, it will be 50. Gotcha. Yeah, I, for some reason, I thought it went on more. Yeah. Maybe with all of Hermione's points that he took away for her knowing things, like, it would mm-hmm. be <laughs> Yeah. All those points you took away for Hermione for doing All exactly right. what he asked, you know. Um, what's the password for getting on to the next one? What does Fred and George give Harry? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Can't wait for you guys to listen to the next chapter because we're excited to talk about it. Yeah, excited, um, ready to cry, so happy. Okay, bye. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum bum ba bum bum bum.